Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, it's time Scott Kaplan joins the show. Cappy, not a good weekend for your uh, Padres. No, no, it wasn't. But um, I know yesterday it made me feel kind of good when I saw the Seahawks rip apart the Chargers. Uh, so that, that made me kind of feel either. a little better. All right, I have a, I, I, I have, have a question for you. Yeah, but can I can I get to something before you get to your question? Because I, I have something for you. Um, I'm thinking about starting a merchandise line. Nice. And if I do, mm-hmm. I'm going to need to share in the profits with one George Sedano. Why is that? Because I think you've come up with something that's brilliant. What's that? So on the sweatshirts, on the hats, I'm just going to have four letters. DWAP. D-W-A-P. Yeah. Do you know what that stands for? Down with something? No. I don't know. You what? have stumbled into a brilliant merchandising opportunity. <laughs> okay. Because it perfectly suits me. Yeah. To a lesser degree, you. Yeah. And definitely Cap. Yeah. DWAP. D-W-A-P. Bergman, okay. you know where I'm going? No, I'm trying to Or hey, you know where I'm going? I do not. Uh-uh. Isn't there a... Uh, is it a it's Nicki Minaj Sedano song? Sedano said on the show last week that is a perfect description for me in particular, but really all of us. What? Dork with a platform. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With a platform. Because we were talking about, oh, because we were talking about Clinton. Yeah. yeah. Clinton was saying that the communities aren't cool anymore. Right. And I'm like, who made him the arbiter of cool? We're all dorks with a platform. He made the president it. of a handsome man club. I, I mean, so if it ever goes anywhere, I will yeah. share in the profits Okay, fair you. enough. There you Dwap. go. Does that describe me perfectly? Yes. Cappy's yeah. going to beat us to it. He's already putting it on his merch yeah. site. Well, Cappy right now has got, a, has got a Sharpie yeah. out and right. is writing it on right. a hat. What yeah. I'm about to do is I'm about to send an email to my designer yeah. and say, hey, listen, here's the four letters. Yeah. Here's what it means. Yeah. And this time, by the way, make sure you put a... I, John, you tell me, do you want a Mason in Ireland logo to be visible no, on this? No, I want four letters. Dwap. Yeah. Just dwap. You don't just need four to have letters. a logo on it. That, just four letters. You that's the, the logo. Website. If you create this, yeah. you are going to update your Twitter bio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just write dwap. Founder of dwap. John, no, John Ireland. Yes. Dwap. Yeah. And then when people ask you what dwap means, you're going to say, if you know, you, you know. know. Yeah. Well, this is like. Do, right. you, do you remember there was a movie with Roy with Roy Scheider? I think it was called Blue <laughs> Thunder, where he was yes. a helicopter yes. pilot. Yeah, there was a TV show first, and then a movie. Okay, yes. and they gave the young guy he was training a hat. Yeah. that said Jaffo. Yeah, J A F O, and that became his nickname. Yeah, and because this guy was flying around the helicopter, right. he didn't he didn't understand why they were calling him Jaffo. And but he, re- he rolled with it. He thought it was kind of nice. That I believe it stood for just another freaking operator observer. Observer, because he, yeah. he wasn't doing anything. Right, he was just right. flying the plane around. Just yeah. another effing observer. Yeah. When I was in college, um, we walked in and and we had this guy who would do this all the time, and uh, so we nicknamed him Moto. Yeah. M O T O. Like nobody knows his name yeah. was Jim. Yeah. Nobody called that guy Jim. Everybody Moto. called him Moto. Yeah. And it's because he was the type of guy that would walk in. It, and let's say all of us are around yeah. a poker table, and he'd walk in and go, you guys playing cards? Yeah. <laughs> and so we went, we looked at him and we went, Moto. Yeah. And he goes, Moto, what's happening? Just roll with it. Moto. Yeah. He goes, okay. And then for the next five years, hey, Moto, what's up, man? Blah, blah, blah. 
Moto stands for master of the obvious. Oh, I like Because he would just walk in all the time like, hey, Lindsay, you producing the show today? And yeah, like yeah, she just walked in and right. handed you yes. a rundown. Yes, moto, moto, right there. There you yeah. go. Boom. That right. so Cap is a little moto. I got to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, Cap, that's why we moto. like him. Cap, I am yeah. too. I'm a little moto. Um, so here's my question to you. It just yeah. got announced by Andrew Marchand of the New York Post that Jim Nance yep. will call his last Final Four this March, and Ian Eagle will succeed him, which is awesome. Yep. Um, for both guys, right? Like yep. Jim Nance done it forever. Ian Eagle is incredible. Um, John, I will ask you because you 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 call games. Um, yep. Outside of the Lakers, because we know that's your dream job, if yep. there's one event that you would want to be part of the broadcast, what event would that be? Any event in the world in sports. Hmm. Um. Because I feel like I know the one that you would pick, or maybe I'd be wrong, but I, I have a good guess. I feel like it would. It would be something off the beaten path. Like it would be. Um. Like a lot of people have called. Super Bowls, a lot of people have called World Series. Right. I've called NBA Finals. Um, it would probably be Sunday at the Masters. I was just going to say the Masters yeah. for sure would be yours. Yeah, it would probably be Sunday at the Masters. Mo- I think that would be really Momo, if you, could re- if you could be part of one broadcast in any sporting broadcast event. Broadcast or cover it? Oh, no, different. no, be part of the broadcast. Like, you'd be the reporter on yeah. X broadcast. And whether it's a Super Bowl, yeah. an NBA Finals, a, a Masters, uh, an Olympics, and, and if you did Olympics, it'd be like an we need like an event, but like I'm I honestly think Olympics. Yeah. I think for me, Olympics where like I'm a reporter there. The assignment I'm, would I'm be assignment. that. Well, yeah. now like the, the Olympic sidelines. gold medal basketball game will actually be close. Yeah, like pretty the good. Americans have dominated forever, but if you look at the league now, I mean, there's so many great international stars. For, that, like I, to me, the, the the kind of bucket list things for me as a reporter that I've never gotten to cover were the are the Olympics and the World Cup. I've never done the Olympics, so maybe when the Olympics come to LA, be part of that. Twenty twenty eight. Twenty twenty eight. Yeah. You think ESPN will loan us out uh, to NBC? Gotta start working May, on that May, now. Yeah. May, Mason does that all the time. He's yeah. worked like eight Olympics. Yeah. yeah, but he's different. He's he's, he's not a, on TV though. Yeah, it's, Momo yeah. and I are on TV. That's a lot different. Yeah, hey guys, it looks like the uh, Dwap T-shirts are already going to be a big hit. Okay. I've already got them designed. Great. Excellent. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm going to put them into my merch shop here coming yeah. up shortly. Beautiful. Hey, hey Moto, what, you what he, would be your? Yes, uh, you I just slipped how he's going to put it into his. Yeah, merch. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. my merch like, shop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have right. you not learned that Cap takes all the good ideas and sells them himself? Yeah. Yeah. you know what that yeah. is smart. Yeah. yeah. So Moto, what uh, what would you be, <laughs> Cappy? What would you? What well, what is the event? Well, this one I hate to say it, but this is going to turn me into a Moto right now. Um, I actually. I've never called a Super Bowl or been part of the broadcast for a Super Bowl. And what would always piss me off is every year I'd get to the divisional round of the playoffs, I'd call the wild card, then I'd call the divisional round, and then when they'd get to the AFC and NFC Championship games, that was See the end later. of me. Yeah, that well, was, right. Yeah. I was done. I know. So they, I, I know the feeling I, on, right. the, on the NBA. Right. So, I would, so believe it or not, I mean, it sounds rather obvious, but I would really, really like to be on the field doing the field, you know, Reporting and uh, and commentary yeah. from the Super Bowl, and then my second one would be, I probably would like to be part of the broadcast of like the Triple Crown or oh, yeah, the Breeders' go. Cup. Yeah, yeah. you know, is the Breeders' Cup uh, at Del Mar this year? No, I think it's pro- or is it Santa Anita? Well, I think it's at Santa Anita. Yeah, would be my my best guess because yeah. it was most recently at Del Mar. So. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean, I, like when I see a guy like Bob Costas or Mike Tirico on those broadcasts, I understand why they are there. Yeah, yeah. But I also know they don't know anything about horse racing. Oh. So I'm like, I would love to be able to be there for the event 
and be on the telecast for it. So for me, it would be, Momo's got, this one in 1A. So one would be, and this is specific, the late night host of the Olympics. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's Jim, Jim Lampley, Jim Lampley that used to years. do that forever. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I am the type of person that late at night, I am watching the Olympics. I'm Me watching too. all these random sports. I'm not, yeah. you know, everybody watches the in the winter, the figure skating or the gymnastics or whatever in the track and field. No, I want like, judo right like in the middle of the <laughs> night yeah, right cool. or like, or hey, like you um, synchronized swimming you yeah. got, you brought up costas and you know costas got kind of put back in the rotation to do uh baseball, baseball games this year and i always love listening to costas i learn a lot i think he's a great announcer yeah. blah blah listen to mike francesa what he says about costas costas who will not be quiet no matter what listen costas has just i don't know he thinks that i guess every word is golden because he just will not shut up everything's a history lesson. We don't need a history lesson every two seconds. Okay? Everybody's a Yankee fan. They have Yankee history. They understand Yankee history. They know it backwards and forwards. This is not a history class. It's a baseball game. Be quiet. Do the game. He's driving everybody crazy. He must have said a thousand times, the Yankee home runs. We know the Yankees have doubled their home runs this year. We know the Indians hit 127 homers and the Yankees hit 254. We know that. Everybody knows it. Make the point once, not 4,000 times. But be that as it may. All right. By the way, now you know why he's such a cr- why yeah, he's such a crank. He's not on radio anymore yeah. for the most part. I I like Mason agrees with Francesa. What do you guys think? But did, did Costas talk too much? I disagree. Now I didn't watch the entire game, but he did. I, he did not this round, no, no, but the right, previous yeah, yeah. round. I, I, I didn't yeah. watch the entire games that he did, yeah. but I I came in and out, and I think that's the point: is that people come in and out of broadcast, and look. Far be it from me to criticize Bob Costas on how to do any sports broadcast. No offense, Mike Francesa. I know you had your stint on college football on CBS many years ago, but relax there, pal. Yeah, I'm Slow with you. Slow your roll. I'm with you. Momo, does Costas bug you? No, I, like, I think there's also, there's very few broadcasters who are event broadcasters. Like, I am listening to hear what that guy says. Yeah. And, like, when I tune into Amazon now, it's like Al Michaels. Yeah. I want to hear what Al Michaels is saying. Yeah, right. And so there's a quality Just of... Just him be- being there makes the game yeah, bigger. Yeah, makes the Correct. game feel bigger. And so when you go get Bob Costas, like, people want to hear Bob Costas. Like, he's probably paid baseball. millions of dollars to be on this. Because baseball, the audience already skews, like, 55 yeah. plus anyway. Yeah. So they're all familiar with him, for the most part. And I, I just, he's just, Francis is such a crank, man. Cap, what do you think? Are you tired of Costas? I got to be honest with you guys. I really did not watch much of that series. And the only thing I saw Costas even do was the House of the Dragon promo, which, which I knew he was, was very annoyed. Yeah, at. you could tell he was annoyed uh, by it. But I, I will just say, I don't have this, um, this love affair with Bob Costas, like I know so many other sports fans do. And by the way, I have had for so many other announcers. I mean, Momo, you just mentioned Al Michaels. Al Michaels is to me... I mean, whatever he says, I want to listen to. And, George, this whole conversation started with you mentioning Jim Nance. Now, look, it, I'm biased in all of this, but I, but Jim Nance, I love Jim Nance. See, I'm actually, he's not that guy for me. See, I'm actually shocked that Jim is giving up the NCAA tournament. I'm happy as can be for Ian Eagle. But, yeah, um, great dude. I, I mean, really great guy. And, by but, the way, Noah, his son, is coming. He's a, no, yeah. he's a star already. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. coming. He's a star they're, already. They're going to be... They're going to be Joe and Jack Buck. Like yeah. after Ian yeah. is is his run, yeah. like Noah might like walk right into that. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, um, by he's, the way, my second thing, one A, w- 
breakfast at Wimbledon, but just that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Just that yeah, breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Just that day. Just okay. the breakfast at Wimbledon that. day. I understand that. Wow. Now wait a second. So I gave you the Super Bowl, and I I give you like Breeders' Cup or the Triple Crown. But I'll tell you guys, like you talk about way off the beaten path here, and I wonder if everybody has one of these. Way off the beaten path. I would like to be the broadcaster for the Ironman in Hawaii. Oh, well, you did long, one, though. Yeah, I, well, I did one as an athlete. I would like to be the announcer for no, it. No, but that's my point, is that you're familiar with it. Yeah, right. Well, so that's just, Man, just it. I, mean, I, I can't believe you did it. You finished an Ironman cap? That's correct. Okay, so I was in one year, and they still do this. Yeah. They do a thing called the Malibu Triathlon, uh-huh. and what it is is it's cheating. Yeah, <laughs> it would be the three of us would be like the ESPN LA team. Yeah, yeah sure. So somebody runs. Us, somebody one of us would event. swim. Yeah. yeah, one of us would bike, yeah. and one of us run. I was the swimmer, so I was the mm-hmm. first guy. Right. And how how long is the swim? A uh, mile. Oh, and isn't okay. isn't a regular triathlon three miles? No, no. I mean uh, an Ironman, and I, I uh, the swim is like two point six miles. Yeah. So this was a mile. Two point four. So I did my mile, and I got out, and I tagged somebody, and yeah. he hopped on the bike, and he rode off. And I have great admiration for anybody who can even finish one of those things. So good for you, Captain. Yeah. Did you did you hit the time you were you you were going for? Or I had I had no time uh, goal of any sort. You just other wanted to finish? to finish. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, the year before, I had stood at the finish line, and the last person was on the course, and it, you, the maximum is seventeen hours. So there, it was about sixteen hours and fifty five minutes. And the crowd is going crazy because it's almost midnight. And you did the one in Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. And so the crowd's going nuts. And the announcer, the actual like stage announcer, is a guy by the name of Mike Riley. And he's telling everybody, you know, this person just came in. They're from L.A. You know, you're an Iron Man. Okay. This person just finished. And they're from Denver, Colorado. You're an Iron Man. And Mike Riley says to the crowd, and the crowd is losing it because I'm telling you, it's like packed, jam-packed. There's one guy left on the course. One guy. And now it's 16 hours and 58 minutes. He's got two minutes to finish. And this guy was on, like, NBC's The Biggest Loser. He was some, like, collegiate wrestler. Right. And so they're bringing him home, right? And the crowd is roaring. And now the clock hits 17 hours. And when the guy finishes the race at about 17 hours and 30 seconds, Mike Riley says to him, you know, congratulations, Stephen, you just finished. But what he didn't say is, you are an Ironman, because he did not finish the race in the wow, 17 hours that. permitted. Yes. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Um, so there used to be, you probably know this guy, Cap. There used to be a guy in San Diego when I was a TV reporter down there named Bob Babbitt. Hacksaw. Know him very well. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> and Hacksaw. <laughs> yeah, you tell me, Escondido. Um, <laughs> so Babbitt comes out. He's, he was the big Ironman guy, triathlon guy. He, yeah. he did a lot of. And you you know him, Cap. He's like, and by the way, Jim Lampley, who you guys mentioned earlier, Jim Lampley with ABC's Wide World of Sports put the Iron Man on the map. Oh wow, full yeah. circle. All right, so Babbitt tells me because he goes, I want to introduce you to a new sport. I said okay, and he goes, uh, he goes, you free tomorrow morning? I go, yeah. He goes, I want you to meet me at this golf course. And he shows up at the golf course with Steve Scott, who at the time was the American record holder in the mile. Mm-hmm. Right. He goes, John, we're gonna play speed golf. And I said, what's that? He goes, we're going to start a clock when you hit your first shot. And your score is whatever you score in the golf course plus how many minutes it takes you to finish the course. Wow. That sounds fun. So you hit, basically you carry three clubs. You carry like a wood, a seven iron, and a putter. Right. And you hit and you pick up your clubs and sprint to your ball. And you hit and pick up your Steve Scott shot 80. Really good score, 
and he did it in 40 minutes. Wow. For a 120. Right. I shot 95 and did it in 45 minutes. Wow. But it, it is such a good workout and so fun. And most golf courses won't let you do it. Oh, but no, if you can find not. anybody who will let you do it, it's a blast. You know yeah, what I what what kind of like well, it's not a country club sport anymore because it's become like a big deal. We should have a pickleball tournament at oh, this I place. I think that's a great idea. Everybody's playing. It's great. It's so a much great fun. Idea. So in. It's so much fun. Um, that's what's in. That's what's, what's in. in. You know what's in? The Philadelphia Phillies are in yeah. now. Um, real quick, just uh, a couple of things. Real quick. You know who I'm super jealous of? Who I'd love to do one of the? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he still does it. But the the AVP volleyball stuff that Geeter used to do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So that I Chris, love those events. Chris Marlowe, who's a uh, yeah. Nuggets yeah, announcer, yeah, yeah, see on Wednesday yeah. still does a yeah. lot of yeah. that. Yeah, uh, real one. quick, I know you love this stuff, John Pey- Peyton and Eli. You want to guess their guest? You want to know their guest today? Yeah, who are they? So I'm going to go in what I would say reverse order of fame. Okay, okay. Bill Burr, very funny, the comedian. comedian. Love Bill Burr. Vince Vaughn, okay. okay. My neighbor in Manhattan Beach. Love Vince Vaughn. And President Obama. Wow. Yeah. Now that's a get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll be great. President Obama shouted out Momo at the Toronto uh, Golden State Warriors Should have finals. retired then. It was like it was never so going to get he, better he than gave, that he, moment. He gave her a, hey, I like what you write, or something no, like it that. Was Career something highlight. Like, yeah. Was that no, your he, impression like, of Obama? You know what it was? Let me see inside. What was I'll it? never forget it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Standing in the hallway in Toronto. Yeah. Me and Doris Burke. I was doing radio sidelines. She was doing TV sidelines. We were pretty much outside the Warriors locker room the entire series because everyone got hurt. And so we're standing out in front and- Obama walks by with Adam Silver and he sees DB and they know each other from yeah. whatever. I don't know. He's a, yeah, just DB. Rockatology, yeah. it's a Doris Burke, whatever. So she's chatting him up and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. It's like Doris, how do you know him? And then he sees me and we meet eyes. Yeah. Like we say, you know, like a recognition. Yeah. Like I obviously know him, no concept that he knows me. And he yeah. goes, you do a great job. <laughs> Wow. That's what it was. And I was like, "My what? Yeah, Did that cool. just happen? That's and then cool. Doris Burke, the greatest ever, Doris says, you got to tweet that. I go, there's no way I'm tweeting that. That's so, that is the All biggest right, hold, humble brag ever. Hold on. You're not, you're not, not going to believe what Bergman just said to me. I was talking to Lindsay. Did you guys already talk about it? No. Just shut up. <laughs> what? Repeat exactly what you just said to me in my ear. I said, do you want the, uh, the Manning cast lineup? Because it's pretty good. <laughs> it's literally what we're talking about. It literally, Sedano, Sedano, like, teed well, I was it up, talking to Lindsay. Delivered it. We've been talking about it for five minutes. Yeah. I don't listen to your crosstalk. Do you work here? No. Super crosstalk. Super, sorry, super crosstalk. Right. Mega super. All right. Right. Doris Burke right. says to me, I'll tweet it for you. So, so what happened? So she, she, she tweeted, tweeted it, it for me. She goes, and and I was like, wait, I just got two goats tweeting at me. <laughs> like like Doris tweeted about me and Barack. I'm like, this I gotta just today my now. Facetime. Uh, I got robbed today on Around the Horn. We had Ramona knows this. Sometimes you have to do the last segment over because something oh, went wrong. Oh, that sucks. And I had one yeah. against Tim Kalishaw, and then I lost. But yeah, my yeah. my I had already done my Facetime, and it was oh. it was to Drake. Because it's his birthday today, and I gave him a. Uh, I mentioned Doris Burke because you know he's got this affinity yeah, yeah, for yeah. Doris. So. Yeah, that Dave's hot chicken, which is J- uh, Drake's favorite chicken, brought a bunch of food in today in honor of Drake's birthday. Oh, that's wow, nice. That's they never cool. bring for the afternoon show. No, I think there's still some for you. No, <laughs> there might be. No, I think they did bring for you. No, it's I'm better that we're not. Better for Kate's, us not to eat it. Get in here with the food. Oh, by the way, who's the one person that you were surprised knew who you were? You ever have one of those? Like yours would be Obama, Momo. Yeah. I'm walking down the hallway once, and Stan Kroenke, the Rams owner, is yeah. coming the other way. And uh, I I didn't know what to say, so I just said, hi, Stan. He goes, hey, John, how's it going? Oh, my. And I went, whoa. 
I go, he probably had somebody behind him in his ear. I, like, mine is either going to be Alan Iverson or Ric Flair. But Rick, apparently Ric Flair is a big ESPN guy. No, Ric Mike, Flair is a big ESPN guy. Michael is Ric Flair. Michael's a Minnesota yeah. guy. And yeah. Doug, Doug Mann arranged for Ric yeah. Flair to do third chair once. It was really good. All right, we're Mine waiting. is also Ric Flair and he follows me on Twitter. Yeah, Beautiful. he's like a big basketball ESPN guy. So yeah. like, it's not all that shock. But I get, maybe, maybe, it's, uh, maybe it's AI. I have, a, I have a good AI well, story good that is actually not for air. Okay, good. <laughs> Sedano and Cap are coming up next. Um, you, mo- you can catch Momo tomorrow. See ya. Mason in Ireland, ESPN LA. Oh, wait a minute. Look how generous you've been. It's 416. Very yeah. nice of you. Uh, Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long is the sponsor of Super Crosstalk. What's your uh-oh? Pickle, pickleball tournament coming in the spring. Beautiful. Sedano and Cap next, ESPN LA. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, come on. So I just got a text from you. Can I reveal this text, please? It says we have to destroy everyone in pickleball. Damn right. Well, I feel like we'd have a pretty pretty good advantage. Like, well, I don't know. Travis and I mean, we'd definitely kill Mason in Ireland. Um, Ireland feels like he could pro- probably play. Um, Mason, no chance. Um, Sliwa, Travis and Sliwa, though. You know, Travis, Travis was a college baseball player and Slee was in pretty good shape like I feel like they would give us a run for our money yeah the thing about Travis is have you ever played like a racquetball or uh something a game like that yeah where you don't have to do a lot of running but if you really know the angles you yeah. can stand there and just crush people right that's the kind of player I think Travis could be correct whereas Sliwa I do think has some mobility um and I think he's I, I think Sliwa could be a dangerous player yeah but I think this, George, I don't know if you've been playing pickleball or if this just popped into your head or what, but um, I know this. I will go to work immediately. I will begin practicing. And you know, my father, down in Boca del Vista, phase four, Yeah, he thinks of himself as a professional pickleball player. Maybe he coaches us up a little oh, bit. Oh, there you go. You can fly yeah. him in. We can have like a coach, a ringer. Right. Now, have yeah. you played at all? I've played once. Yeah, and it was fun. This past weekend? No, no, like a few months ago. Oh, all right. Because, I mean, the way it just popped into your head, you know, like we got to have a pickleball tournament. Well, I just felt like, well, it's been in the news a lot. A lot of athletes are buying in this pickleball league, including your boyfriend, Tom Brady, and LeBron. So Yeah. Well, let me just tell you something. Like, having a poker tournament in a casino is fun, and lots of people can come, and lots of people can play. Yeah. But pickleball has become so popular right now that I think if we put it out there, I mean, we would literally have thousands of people that want to play in this pickleball Yeah, tournament. I don't know if we could do thousands, because again, if you want to play a tournament... Like, about millions? Yeah. Can we do millions? Yeah. I don't think we could... You, I mean, unless you want to do like, uh, you know, I definitely definitely can't do millions. Even thousands, it would take us weeks to finish, so I don't think okay. we have weeks. So well, how about uh, hundreds? Maybe. Tens? Maybe, maybe tens. 
How about just the people who work at the station? How about like 64, right? Like we oh, make it like a March Madness kind of thing. That's a nice idea. 64 then, teams. You know what we'll do? I will call Jim Nance personally. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I will get Jim Nance to come in and, and call the games and say hello. Friends. No, here's what we'll do. We, since we can't afford Jim Nance, we probably mm-hmm. can't afford Ian Eagle either. And since he's local, we'll have Noah Eagle come do it. That's fine. We can have him do it. We Young can even Noah. Do it. Right. We could even have him do like the whole splashy sort of, what's that thing they do with the alternative broadcast? With Nickelodeon the, like, with the slime. Yes. yes. Yeah. He can yeah. slime the losers. Yeah. There you go. I like that idea. Um, now, I feel like the Lakers are headed to a slime episode or something. Because Why? What's wrong? What's the way the everything is kind of unraveled for them. Why? Recently. What's the issue? What's what's what's? Oh, the I issue? don't know if you've noticed, but you know things are happening. What's going on? What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. You Come know, on, it's early. Come on, give me a break. Come on, if this were a baseball season and a team were zero and three, everybody like, what's the big deal? Come right. on, it's early. It's no big. It's no problem. Yeah. So they lost yesterday. Mm-hmm. So what? Yeah. It's three games. Four percent of their games. Come on, it's three games. Come on, where's the positivity, people? I mean, you're you're still on that. You're still. You think Russ? Come on, Russ. You're gonna do it. Like you think that's gonna keep like happening? I come mean, on, did you LeBron. hear Billy Mack and and uh, and Stu? Oh my god! During that broadcast, they oh. they. By the way, I was at the Clipper game mm-hmm. on uh, what day was that? Thursday, Thursday of last week. Yeah. yeah, and when he took the first one, Russ and I look. I'm at the stage where I feel bad for him. Okay. Like, this is not, it's not, you don't wish this upon people by any stretch of the imagination. We just try to point out and opine on what we see. But there is a part of it where I'm like, oh, this is brutal. But that first shot he took in that game, that game, the the first shot, I'm talking about like um, less than a minute into the game, the entire audience at Crypto.com Arena went, no, and I was just like, oh, no, that can't be good. And then. You know, look, I don't blame Billy Mack and Stu. Like, they're they're a conduit to the fans. Like, they want them to win. So he takes that shot, and of course they're going to react that way. I would have reacted the exact same way. But I think that the reason they reacted that way, and I think that the other, you know, everybody else who has kind of had their their shot at Russ for taking that particular shot, it's, it's not because it's an awful shot. No, it's a bad shot. Well, but, but hold on. <laughs> it's a mid-range jump shot. And he's all by himself. Right. The issue but is... But do you know what the percentage of him making that shot is? Tell me. It's like 30... In his career, it's like 38%. And it's way worse since he's been with the Lakers. Well, the other part of it is, is the reason there's nobody playing defense against him is because Portland's like, let him take a shot. Which yeah. we learned after the very first game when LeBron pretty much said that in the post-game press conference. No but lasers. Here's the, but here's the thing. It's not just because it's a mid-range jumper and he's all by himself... I mean, if LeBron took that shot, we wouldn't have a problem. If AD took that shot, nobody would have a problem. Well, I think with AD, they'd even have a problem, well, but less so than Russ. Because yes. let me tell you something. When, when AD shoots threes, I'm the person going, no! Yeah, he's the worst jump shooter in the NBA over the last two years. But here's the reason that Russ is hearing it from everybody. Yeah. It's because of how much time was remaining on the oh shot Oh, my God. Clock. It I mean, was, was 17. 18 seconds. Yeah, yeah, 18 seconds. There was only 30 seconds left in the game. Right. Like you just In terms of like basketball aptitude... I would just think that a player who's had the career that he's had would have enough knowledge of the game, what the score is, how much time is remaining on the game clock, how much is remaining on the shot clock, and would think, this is not for me to take this shot. Not here, right? not now. we got to run the clock down. Correct. Because the two-for-one there is not going to work out in your favor. It's Listen, over. Yeah. And look, George, um, I know... 
I, you said you kind of feel bad now. I do us. feel bad for him. I, I'm I'm in the same boat because I'll tell you what, nobody talks about other stuff. Everything is Russ's fault. You know, like think about the, one of the last plays of the game mm-hmm. when Portland scored. Yeah, and uh, Jeremy Grant at three seconds remaining put Portland up by two. And on that play, he gets the ball. He's one on one with LeBron. You know what he did to LeBron? He went around him. And then when AD was standing there at the basket, he put it right in over no, but, AD as but well. That's a really tough shot he made there. Like the the Lakers' defense, by the way, on the Damian Lillard three and that shot. The Damian Lillard three a little less, but it's hard to guard Damian Lillard one on one. Like let's start with that. But the the defense on Jeremy Grant, yes, he got by LeBron. And but to your point, he also stuffed it in he laid it in with ad right there like ad was an inch away from right. swatting that shot right. and all i'm trying to say to you is but that's is that, that's a that's to me a tip of the cap to jeremy grant that's it, less of an issue with the lakers it was a nice play by grant but all i'm saying is this is that everybody focuses on russ focuses on what are a you terrible- gonna do the sliwa thing which is what? Sliwa was doing this this morning. I was listening on the drive-in when Which I was coming in around the horn. Which was like, you know, there's a lot of things. It's not just Russ. Everything doesn't have to revolve around Russ. And I'm like, no, bro. And, and Travis was like, yeah, but he's like the main culprit to all this. And he's right. He is. like the set. Unfortunately for Russell Westbrook, he is the centerpiece of the things that have gone wrong here. Not just individually during games, but his salary is, is, is become an issue because they couldn't augment the team properly. Um, they can't deal him the same way because teams don't want to take him in even as an expiring salary. Like he, he is the, the focus, unfortunately, for better or worse in this situation. I understand. I do. But I mean, listen, how about the, the beautiful pass that he made to AD where AD stuffed one home? Like nobody's going, hey, you know what? Nice contribution. Really great pass. Really unselfish. Way to go. Everybody. And by the way, this happened on opening night. When they were playing at Golden State, when everybody was already criticizing the Lakers and saying they stink, and you know Russ has had the joy stolen from him, Charles Barkley, everybody was saying the same thing. No matter what happens with this Laker team, everything will be blamed on Russell Westbrook. Everything. And now, I mean, you take a look at that shot. For a guy who is not shooting well, to, to take that shot with that amount of time left in the game versus that amount of time left on the shot clock, it was, make no mistake, it was a dumb choice. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Because you're not the right guy to be taking that shot in that situation. Correct. And by the way, as much as I will defend LeBron, I don't necessarily think he did him any favors, even though he was trying to do that. Let's get to that on the other side. Yeah, come on. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, I just got a text from you. Can I reveal this text? Please. It says, we have to destroy everyone in pickleball. Damn right. Well, I feel like we'd have a pretty pretty good advantage. Like, well, I don't know. Travis and... I mean, we'd definitely kill Mason in Ireland. Um, Ireland feels like he could pro- probably play. Um, Mason, no chance. Um, Sliwa, Travis and Sliwa, though. You know, Travis... Travis was a college baseball player, and Slee was in pretty good shape. Like, I feel like they would give us a run for our money. Yeah, the thing about Travis is, have you ever played, like, a racquetball or uh, some, a game like that yeah. where you don't have to do a lot of running, but if you really know the angles, you yeah. can stand there and just crush people? Right. That's the kind of player I think Travis could be. Correct. Whereas Sliwa, I do think, has some mobility, um, and I think he's, I, I think Sliwa could be a dangerous player. Yeah. But I think this, George, I don't know if you've been playing pickleball or if this just popped into your head or what, but um, I know this. I will go to work immediately. I will begin practicing. And you know, my father, down in Boca del Vista Phase 4, he thinks of himself as a professional pickleball player. Maybe he coaches us up a little bit. Oh, there you go. You can fly him in. We can have like a coach, a ringer. Right. Now, have you played at all? I've played once. Yeah, and it was fun. This past weekend? No, no, like a few months ago. Oh, all right. Because, I mean, the way it just popped into your head, you know, like we got to have a pickleball tournament. Well, I just felt like, well, it's been in the news a lot. A lot of athletes are buying in this pickleball league, including your boyfriend, Tom Brady, and LeBron. So Yeah. Well, let me just tell you something. Like, having a poker tournament in a casino is fun, and lots of people can come and lots of people can play. Yeah. But pickleball has become so popular right now that I think if we put it out there, I mean, we would literally have thousands of people that want to play in this pickleball Yeah, tournament. I don't know if we could do thousands, because, again, if you want to play a tournament... Like, about millions? Yeah. Can we do millions? Yeah. I don't think we could... You, I mean, unless you want to do, like, uh, you know... I definitely definitely can't do millions. Even thousands, it would take us weeks to finish, so I don't think okay. we have weeks. So well, how about uh, hundreds? Maybe. Tens? Maybe maybe tens. How about just the people who work at the station? How about, like, 64, right? Like, we oh, make it a, like a March Madness kind of thing. That's a nice idea. 64 then, teams. You know what we'll do? I will call Jim Nance personally. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I will get Jim Nance to come in and, and call the games and say hello for No, here's what we'll do. We since we can't afford Jim Nance, we mm-hmm. probably can't afford Ian Eagle either. And since he's local, we'll have Noah Eagle come do it. That's fine. We can have him do it. We Young can even Noah. do it. Right. We could even have him do like the whole splashy sort of what's that thing they do with the alternative broadcast with Nickelodeon the, like, with the slime. Yes. yes. Yeah. He can yeah. slime the losers. Yeah. There you go. I like that idea. Um now. I feel like the Lakers are headed to a slime episode or something. Because Why? What's wrong? What's the way the everything is kind of unraveled for them. Why? What's recently. the issue? What's what's what's? Oh, the issue? I don't know if you've noticed, but you know things are happening. What's going on? What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. You Come know, on, it's early. Come on, give me a break. Come on, if this were a baseball season and a team were zero and three, everybody would be like, what's the big deal? Come right. on, it's early. It's no big. It's no problem. Yeah. So they lost yesterday. Mm-hmm. So what? Yeah. It's three games. Four percent of their games. Come on, it's three games. Come on, where's the positivity, people? I mean, you're you're still on that. You're still you think Russ? Come on, Russ, you're gonna do it. Like you think that's gonna keep like happening? I Come mean, on, did LeBron. you hear Billy Mack and and uh, and Stu? Oh my god! During that broadcast, they oh. they. By the way, I was at the Clipper game mm-hmm. on uh, what day was that? Thursday, Thursday of last week. Yeah. yeah, and when he took the first one, Russ and I look. I'm at the stage where I feel bad for him. Okay. Like this is not, it's not, 
I, you don't wish this upon people by any stretch of the imagination. We just try to point out and opine on what we see. But there is a part of it where I'm like, oh, this is brutal. But that first shot he took in that game, that game, the, the first shot, I'm talking about like um, less than a minute into the game, the entire audience at Crypto.com Arena went, no! And I was just like, oh, no, that can't yeah. be good. Yeah. And then... You know, look, I don't blame Billy Mack and Stu. Like, they're they're a conduit to the fans. Like, they want them to win. So he takes that shot, and of course they're going to react that way. I would have reacted the exact same way. But I think that the reason they reacted that way, and I think that the other, you know, everybody else who has kind of had their their shot at Russ for taking that particular shot, it's, it's not because it's an awful shot. No, it's a bad shot. Well, but, but hold on. <laughs> it's a mid-range jump shot. And he's all by himself. Right. The issue but is... But you know what the percentage of him making that shot is? Tell me. It's like 30... In his career, it's like 38%. And it's way worse since he's been with the Lakers. Well, the other part of it is, is the reason there's nobody playing defense against him is because Portland's like, let him take his shot. Which yeah. we learned after the very first game when LeBron pretty much said that in the post-game press conference. No but lasers. Here's the, but here's the thing. It's not just because it's a mid-range jumper and he's all by himself... I mean, if LeBron took that shot, we wouldn't have a problem. If AD took that shot, nobody would have a problem. Well, I think with AD, they'd even have a problem, well, but less so than Russ. Because yeah. let me tell you something. When, when AD shoots threes, I'm the person going, no! Yeah, he's the worst jump shooter in the NBA over the last two years. But here's the reason that Russ is hearing it from everybody. Yeah. It's because of how much time was remaining on the oh shot. Oh, my God. Clock. It I mean, was, it was 17. 18 seconds. Yeah, yeah, 18 seconds. There was only 30 seconds left in the game. Right. Like you just In terms of like basketball aptitude... I would just think that a player who's had the career that he's had would have enough knowledge of the game, what the score is, how much time is remaining on the game clock, how much is remaining on the shot clock, and would think, this is not for me to take this shot. Not here, right? not now. we got to run the clock down. Correct. Because the two-for-one there is not going to work out in your favor. It's Listen, over. Yeah. And, and look, George, um, I know... I, you said you kind of feel bad now. For I do us. feel bad for him. I, I'm I'm in the same boat because I'll tell you what, nobody talks about other stuff. Everything is Russ's fault. You know, like think about the, one of the last plays of the game mm -hmm. when Portland scored. Yeah, and uh, Jeremy Grant at three seconds remaining put Portland up by two, and on that play he gets the ball. He's one on one with LeBron. You know what he did to LeBron? He went around him. And then when AD was standing there at the basket, he put it right in over no, but, AD as but well. That's a really tough shot he made there. Like the the Lakers defense, by the way, on the Damian Lillard three and that shot, the Damian Lillard three a little less, but it's hard to guard Damian Lillard one on one. Like, let's start with that. But the the defense on Jeremy Grant, yes, he got by LeBron. And but to your point, he also stuffed it in, he laid it in with A.D. right there. Like, A.D. was an inch away from right. swatting that shot. Right, and all I'm trying to say to you is... But that's, is that that's, a, that's to me, a tip of the cap to Jeremy Grant. That's less was, of an issue with the Lakers. It was a nice play by Grant, but all I'm saying is this, is that everybody focuses on Russ, focuses on what Are a you going to do the Sliwa thing? Which is what? Sliwa was doing this this morning. I was listening on the drive-in when which I was coming what? In what around the horn. Which was like... You know, there's a lot of things. It's not just Russ. Everything doesn't have to revolve around Russ. And I'm like, no, bro. And, and Travis was like, yeah, but he's like the main culprit to all this. And he's right. He is. Like the set. Unfortunately for Russell Westbrook, 
He is the centerpiece of the things that have gone wrong here, not just individually during games, but his salary is 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 become an issue because they couldn't augment the team properly. Um, they can't deal him the same way because teams don't want to take him in even as an expiring salary. Like he he is the the focus, unfortunately, for better or worse in this situation. I understand, I do. But I mean, listen, how about the the beautiful pass that he made to AD, where AD stuffed one home? Like nobody's going, hey, you know what? Nice contribution, really great pass, really unselfish way to go. Everybody, and by the way, this happened on opening night. When they were playing at Golden State, when everybody was already criticizing the Lakers and saying they stink, and you know Russ has had the joy stolen from him, Charles Barkley, everybody was saying the same thing. No matter what happens with this Laker team, everything will be blamed on Russell Westbrook. Everything. And now, I mean, you take a look at that shot. For a guy who is not shooting well, to, to take that shot with that amount of time left in the game versus that amount of time left on the shot clock, it was, make no mistake, it was a dumb choice. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Because you're not the right guy to be taking that shot in that situation. Correct. And by the way, as much as I will defend LeBron, I don't necessarily think he did him any favors, even though he was trying to do that. Let's get to that on the other side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you have any of that Dave's Hot Chicken that was brought into the studio? No, uh, although Mark Cates said that he was told I wasn't coming in today, and I'm curious because, hold on a second. Um, I t- they asked me this morning at like 9.30 if you were coming in, and I said I thought that you guys were coming in Tuesday and Thursday, and then that's when I texted you, so I told him my bad for not updating you once but, I found out you were coming. But here's the thing. So Dave, uh, Mark Cates, texted me uh, on Friday at 4.26 p.m., and says to me, want to huddle before the show, also bringing in some Dave's hot chicken for everyone, new partner, fire emoji. And I said, yeah, thanks. I'm in on Monday. Looking forward to eating I'll fast all day prior. That's my fault, though, because Greg texted me this morning and was like, hey, so I don't coming in today? And I was like- But he could have texted me, and I already right. told him on Friday I was coming in. You're right. No, it is nice, though, that- um that everybody's like, hey, you know, we, we don't really talk to the talent. You know, we got to gotta go through intermediaries. You know, we don't, I, I don't want to talk to Sedano directly. You know? No, that's I mean, not I true. Kate's texts me all the time. Yeah. So that's why was I was surprised. Like, go through a Lindsay, one of know? those things where like Kate's came in the studio and Greg was here and he was like, hey, by the way, I think Sedano's coming in today. And he was just like, no, he usually doesn't come in until Tuesdays. And he was like, oh, hmm, I didn't know I that. I mean, I've that's only been in happened. Monday like the last several weeks. All right. So wait, let's just do this real quick. We're all in tomorrow. What are we going to get to eat tomorrow? That's the question. Yeah. What are you making up for it, Kate's? I mean, Kate, this is all my fault, though. I feel like and this Chris is said totally he, my he, fault. Chris, no, Chris also said that we weren't coming in. Now, is Kate's... And let me just check. You guys tell me this. Is Kate's upcoming going to be running the New York City Marathon? Do you guys know? I don't I think know. so, because he was posting about it on his Instagram. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, that's, a, that's amazing. I don't know when the New York City Marathon is. I think it, it probably is coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but if so... To get into the New York Marathon is a big deal, and then to, to get out there and run it is awesome. It's definitely on my bucket list. I don't know that I'm ever going to get to it, but November it's, 6th. It's, it's on there. Oh, so it's coming up. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's two weeks. Yeah. So Wow, yeah. awesome. So good, good for 
Cates, and uh, maybe he'll make up for it tomorrow. By the way, 710 ESPN is the only station giving you a chance to win a million dollars, not a national contest. When you hear the cue to call today, be caller seven to win two tickets to Rams Niners this Sunday and a shot at a million bucks. Basically, if you're caller seven, when you hear the cue to call, you'll win the tickets, as I mentioned. And then you have to give us your Super Bowl prediction, the two teams and the, the score for each team. If you nail it, We'll hand over a million bucks. Cappy will knock on your door, basically. That's how it'll work. I'm glad to do it. I'll bring one of those big checks. Yeah. Yeah, like Publisher's Clearinghouse mm-hmm. when we were a kid. Yeah. So, there you go. All right, real quick, let's talk some football here because we can get back to the Lakers in a second. What was the thing from the football, this, football weekend, I guess, that stood out to you the most? Was it um, anything that happened in the field? Was it Christian McCaffrey going to the Niners instead of the Rams? Like, what What was the thing that you were like, Ooh, wow, that's interesting? I'll tell you this. Uh, first thought that comes to mind is the Seattle Seahawks for a team that was supposed to be like the laughing stock of the division that has the Super Bowl champions, um, that has a team that was in the NFC Championship game. The Seattle Seahawks, you talk about a team that is well coached. Pete Carroll could not coach this team with Russell Wilson on it anymore. There was right. just too much. Russ 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 has gotten to the point of you know how they you know they used to be referred to as diva wide receivers. I feel like Russ is at the diva quarterback stage. Yeah. So uh, just a, an initial thought like an overreaction, you ready? Yeah. You want an overreaction uh, on over yeah. I'll I'll meet your overreaction with an overreaction, but you uh, okay. go. Here's an overreaction. Yeah. The Seattle Seahawks are going to win the NFC West. That seems like an overreaction. Well, I mean, they're in first place today, so you got to give me that, you know? Yeah, I mean, they are. Yeah, it seems like an overreaction considering there's still 10 more weeks to go or 11 more weeks or something like that. I just feel like um, I'm not all that confident in the Rams, although I'm hoping that you know their bye week will give them time to yeah. figure out the health of their offensive line. Yeah. And after what I saw yesterday by the 49ers, um, look, they're playing the Chiefs, okay? And the Chiefs are really good. But, George, other than Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and, and I guess I'll buy into the New York Giants a little bit because they're 6-1. and one. No. But, they're good, but they're not like but, Super Bowl good. But I mean, Tampa Bay's no good. Yeah, your boy uh, Brady's washed, bro. Yeah, the Rams don't look good. Wait, did you just say yeah when I yeah, said your no, boy he Brady's is. washed? Yeah, he's terrible. He's awful. Um, the Packers look terrible. Aaron Rodgers looks awful. I mean, yeah, but the thing with the, the thing with the Packers, at least, it's just Rodgers clearly doesn't trust any receivers. He only made he had one completion to a receiver through three quarters, and it was Alan Lazard. Yeah, and <laughs> like, a lot that's of those it. guys drop balls. Oh, and my they, God, that guy Dobbs dropped yeah. so many balls. Right. Yes, that, every third down, he tried to go to him, because clearly that's the guy they want to feed it to. But if I told you, it. But if I told you that, that Buffalo and Kansas City are the class of the AFC, and I think everybody would agree with that, they're, they're head and shoulders better than everybody else right now, who in the NFC do you think poses a threat? I Put it this way. I'll, here's another overreaction. I guarantee, this is Dave Roberts style, I guarantee the winner of the Super Bowl this year is the AFC. How's that for overreaction? I mean, you're going on a limb there. The NFC is not very good. No, they're not good at all. That's my point. Yeah. What you got an overreaction? What'd you see? Um, I said that your boy Brady's washed. Yeah, he is washed. Terrible. I mean, th- so yesterday on Sports Center, I mm-hmm. was watching. Uh, I always watch the Scott Van Pelt Sports Center on mm-hmm. Sundays specifically. And I because they always have like really interesting nuggets of information there. So they have Tim Hasselback on. He comes in. He always does like these telestrations. Yep. And in that game, like they asked him the question, like who's in worse shape, right? Like uh, the Packers or the Bucks? And he he kind of said like the Bucks. Like he goes, I know Brady was like ripping his offensive line the week before, and rightfully so. But if you look at it this week, and then they would do like these, you know, this like telestration of they'd highlight the pocket in green around him. 
And he had so much time, Brady, to throw the ball. Yeah, he did. And he would either check it down or he'd completely miss his receiver. Like, make easy, like, he missed easy passes that he would make in his sleep. And I'm starting to think that 45 years old, all the personal stuff, it's all just kind of coming down on him now. And it's all just like hitting him at the same time. Yeah. And that's, look, I'll, I'll give Max credit. Because Max said this, apparently it was five years too early. But five years ago, Max said on first take that we're seeing the de- we're going to see the decline of Tom Brady because he's forty years old and it's going to fall like a cliff eventually. Well, he's right. He's just it's just five years. He was five years too early yeah. because it is falling off like a cliff right yeah. now. Yeah, and, and listen, in real life, you know when things outside of of you know football are bothering you, yeah, you know it can take your focus. But the other part of it is, I think that Tom Brady really thought that he could be a I'm putting this in quotes like a part time guy and just show up on Sundays yep, for nope, games. Nope, and it just doesn't work that way. No, it, look, he was never physically gifted the way some guys are at that position. That like for example, um. I'm going back like old school, like John Elway, like Dan Marino, like those guys that had just incredible arm talents, right? Like, wh- give me a guy who has just got an incredible arm. Uh, you want a guy that's just got an incredible arm? No, like a arm. good quarterback that had just like like all-world arm, right? Like, Okay, well, you mentioned Marino. That's Elway, one of the first guys right? that comes to mind. Elway, what Elway had back then was different because Elway actually had a gun, but he, but he also, has the ability he to. Could, yeah, he could move. Right. But my point is those guys, I mean, those guys wouldn't, but those guys, because they have just incredible arm talent, maybe can get away with that. Brady's never had an incredible arm. No, but he is the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. And what we're watching is a guy who retired, then came Un-retired. back from retirement, right. yeah. then took time off during training camp, then took time off a week ago so he could go celebrate somebody's wedding. I mean, he's he's all of a sudden become a part-time player and he's not, he, he's just too old to be doing that right now. Yeah. He, the team needs him. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, I want to get back to the Lakers a little bit because the Lakers made a calculated risk and it is absolutely blowing up in their face. We'll get to that plus what you need to know. 710 ESPN.